feel like Gordon Bombay would have taken his career to even further height. Everything's flashy, everything's cocaine, everything's fun. Open wide for some soccer. I don't care what you think about, what your personal thoughts are at home. I care that you hate the Cowboys. Call this college rule! Welcome, everybody, to the Sports Experience Podcast. I'm Chris. This is Dom. Uh, before we get started, please go follow all of our socials, Instagram, YouTube. Give us some comments. I want to see some comments on there. Positive, um, negative, it doesn't matter. I was just going to say, if you hate my hair and love Dom's, if you love Dom's hair, just I want hair comments. How about that? <laughs> How about I take my shirt off? Maybe that'll get the comments rolling. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know until you comment. There you That's go. That's what we're saying. All right, let's get into this episode. Who are we talking about today? Because today's a little bit of a weird one. You today, know? We, today we have a sports one, but also an entertainment one. I was going to say, we would not have done this man off of his sporting career. I would do this man in society, whoa, whoa. but not off of his sporting career. <laughs> still, <laughs> a, still, a, still a great uh, career, but he definitely yeah. goes on to become famous as a movie star. So we're talking about Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones. Uh, played for about a decade in, in England. Um, played soccer. He was a center defensive midfielder and was known as one of the hard-nosed players that from the 80s were kind of getting... Um, we're disappearing almost. Yeah, he's he's the last of a dying breed, like and the he, enforcer in the NHL. He, yes, he really is, um, which is kind of interesting because we go through his career and and we'll see a couple of incidents where he really was trying to keep that really hard nosed soccer like alive because that was what he came out of. You know what I mean? And yeah. The with the addition of the Premier League and the FA really trying to step in and stop. Guys like this, um, <laughs> it really was almost like an end of an era for this this type of, of player. The Al Bundy of the EPL. That's yep. all I could think of. All right. Vinnie Jones, born January 5th, 1965. Vincent Peter Jones in yep. Watford, Hertfordshire, England, yep. I guess. Hertfordshire. Hertfordshire. Uh, Mom, Glenda, and Dad, Peter, was a gamekeeper. I didn't know they had those, but yep. I guess they're popular in England. It's pretty cool. Uh, played soccer growing up um, in schools and was a captain of a school soccer team over there at, I believe, Langley. Um, his grandmother was Welsh, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Uh, by age 19, he signed with the semi-pro team Weldstone. I, I thought it was interesting because this is a non-league team. Yeah. So they're in just like the lower divisions. Um, and he was actually working... In construction. I love that. While he played for them, <laughs> and they went on to do, they were actually the first non league team to ever do the double. Yeah. In which they won their league, and then they went on to actually win the FA Cup trophy, which is crazy. For a team like this, you'll never see a non league team do this ever again. And it's just kind of crazy because he was definitely in this team as a center defensive mid. And you're like, oh, is this guy like. A serious player, you and know? then he's dancing in the YMCA. No, he's actually working construction. Everybody, that's right. That's what Vinny's doing, man. He's, uh, he's out, and he's a glue guy. That's kind of what I see with him. He's like he's he's a guy every a guy you need on every team that's good. Oh, I thought you meant in construction. Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Where's Vinny, my glue guy? <laughs> we never we know nothing about construction. We lied <laughs> on our resume. <laughs> when it's lunch. Uh, oh shit! Uh, so next year, uh, loan to Sweden. Uh, Sweden's God, that was great. Sweden's a uh, third division team. I forgot what the team was called. Uh, Holmsund. Holmsund. Uh, he actually leads them to a division three title and promotion. And that's what people were saying was just like, okay, this guy can 
play. He's 21. We're going to give him a real chance. And Wimbledon comes in for 10,000 euros. Pounds. I think it was pounds, actually. <laughs> they um, never went to the Euro Britain. I know. They Brexited. So 10,000 pounds to um, Wimbledon, and now he's a full professional. So he doesn't have to work a side job anymore. Um, it, it's exactly what he wants. You know Could you I mean? imagine dudes in these leagues working side jobs now? Like you see Zlatan serving up Froyo. Exactly. Like, it's what the crazy. <laughs> so in only a second game on November 29th, 1986, he scores a goal in a 1-0 win over Manchester United, which I thought was pretty cool. And not a Not a prolific goal scorer throughout his career, no. so I feel like that one had to have been he's great. There to, he's there to do two things. Dominate the midfield, push guys around. I was going to say drink beer and kick some ass. I mean, that's also that's after the game. You know what's crazy? We're almost out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> almost out of bubblegum, Vinster. Uh, um, 88, we have an iconic... Oh my god, right? Just moment in which... This is almost how I was introduced to that he played soccer, because I didn't really know he played soccer. Yeah. Um, playing Newcastle, Wimbledon, Newcastle, and he grabs Paul... You say that name. Gascoigne. Gascoigne. And it is such a ridiculous, hilarious photo where he literally grabs and twists his nuts. And you see Gascoigne's reaction as just like, whoa. Like, it's such a great photo. I was just obviously like we were researching this and I was looking it up and I saw somebody selling a signed copy of this. By both guys, please. By both guys. Yeah, that like, is worth it. God, I want that. <laughs> I want that more than Wilt the Stilt shorts now. Oh, my God. It's such a great, especially one of them, I wouldn't care. Yeah, like if it's one guy, but it's the two that makes it special. Yep. Like, because they both of them had to have sat down and seen the other ones riding and gone, all right. All right. All right. Shit. Uh, 88, that's the year they grab these balls. They also grab the FA Cup, yes, beating uh, Liverpool. And their, this Wimbledon team was very hard-nosed, very fucking the way football was in the 80s, you know, um, very hoogalism. They were, they were like the guys um, in the stands came down and played. Exactly. Like the 90, so they, I'm assuming this is the 93 Phillies of this English football league. So this Wimbledon team had a nickname called the Crazy Gang. Yes. And that was their MO, was just very physical. Um, and a lot of people thought he was going to stay with this Wimbledon team, and he ends up getting sold to Leeds United for a lot of money for back then, which was 650 pounds. Um, I did want to say one thing he yeah, talked yeah. about when he played for him. He said, he either grew a backbone quickly or dissolved as a man. Yep. And that was like, that was the shit he would oh. say all the time. I, I, I loved, I love his style of soccer, even though it's just not going to This guy is translate. the British Marlboro man. <laughs> so he goes to Leeds, uh, plays in all of their games, uh, but one. Um, getting them promotion to the first division. So they were in the second division. They won. And they go and they get promotion to the first division. And this is this is how ridiculously physical he is on so many times is they have to comment that he only had three yellow cards. <laughs> Throughout the whole oh, year, man. they were just like, yo, yo, he was holding his shit in. What about taking off his cleat? And trying to kill somebody. <laughs> trying to stab somebody. So Leeds is... is they're, they're restructuring at this point, so he spends one year in Leeds. Go listen to that episode, too. And, yes, this is right before that happens. Um, so he goes to Sheffield United, 
Um, and because Leeds replaced him with, with David Batty and Gary Speed. I think we talk about Gary Speed yeah. in, in that. Um, but the old manager of Wimbledon is now coaching Sheffield United. And so he brings him in for a year. Mm-hmm. And has a great year with them. 35 matches, uh, two goals. But then he gets sold again at the summer. And now it's there's almost rumors going around that he's like hard to play with other like oh, teammates no. don't necessarily want you know what i mean he's almost too hard no so he, he literally spends one year on a team and then gets transferred 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 91 92 he sold to chelsea for 575 um pounds um and he plays a ton for chelsea in one year he plays 52 appearances jesus christ scoring seven and only three um yellow cards again so people are saying only like, three yellow cards well people are saying like this is like his home he's like found it and then in 92 he is on this video oh yes oh god yes and i had to check twice before i typed it in to look because well, i did too it's called soccer's hard men <laughs> and for a second i was just like am i are we get into one of those Leicester City fucking you remember that? The, I mean, you know the Bangkok. Let me let me just say something. I am glad I keep the parental controls on my laptop. Because well, of what I typed in. It, I did not find what Chris allegedly found. It is it's a video on advice on foul play, rough play, bottoms. You know what I'm saying? Speed, Speed is the name of the game, Chris. It's the name of the game. But it literally is him and a couple of other players being like, oh, no, you're going to want to tackle like this because it's going to hurt that much more. Th- that kind of shit. Well, the, Chris, those guys are going to find out sooner or later. So the, so the FA was tried to suspend him for, I think, four games. He then didn't show up to the <laughs> he FA. He just said, screw He didn't even bother. And then literally was just like, oh, I just got the dates mixed up. <laughs> and then the FA was like, well, we're going to try and ban you for six months. And then his response was, you guys need to grow up. It was, it's such a ridiculous thing from him. Um, so, but now Chelsea doesn't want him, even though he... he Which is sad, because he's a gamer, dude. Yes, and he, and he is the guy you want in you the midfield. You know what? He's hard, Chris. He's hard. Oof. Soccer's hard, man. Hockey. Yep. <laughs> so one year at Stamford Bridge, and then he's back to Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, this is the year that the, prim, uh, the Premier League starts. Um, so... And Wimbledon is actually playing in the Premier League at this time. They're not anymore. They're in the second or maybe even third division now. Oh, geez. Um, but he really comes in and is their backbone for like eight years. This is finally where he plays for a long time. You know what I mean? So 93, 94 is like their best finish. They get sixth. Um, we jump all the way to like 96, 97. They, they go to two semifinals and FA in the league cups and yeah. then they finish eighth and they they're just a mid-league team you know what i mean that's yeah, just what, a nice little, little engine that could tap a squad that's and if they had held on just for a little bit longer they probably could have found this money windfall that so many teams got and yeah. they just dropped out at the wrong time just like leeds um, <laughs> uh soccer's hardest man i can't I kept typing in hardest, and I was like, I know it's not that. You son of a bitch. You're just getting guys in Umbro shorts with boners. Uh, That's all you're going to get by typing that in. God, I love an Umbro. All right, so for for Wimbledon, he played 177. In this stint, he played 177 games, scored 12 goals, goals overall. And both times playing for Wimbledon, he did play 254 games with 21 goals, which that was like his team. You know what I mean? But he just... 
it's just interesting to think that if he had stayed with Chelsea or even Sheffield United in those times or Leeds and had, but Leeds was restructuring. But you, you know what I mean, where you think of those like, what if he was with this team? And I think we'd be a lot sadder as far as our entertainment value. That's true. Goes. I that's mean, true. That, that being said, it still sucks to have his professional career almost end like that. But well, still the crazy gang. Yeah. I mean, you always have that as far as professional athletics. And then we see his last year, which you never see anymore, which I used to love is he became player coach of QPR, awesome. which I always thought was just so funny. The coach being on the field, being like yelling shit. You know what I mean? It's- he just looks like a man that would yell things, though, just at a bus stop. Yes. Uh, <laughs> retired at season's end. He also played international for uh, the Welsh. Yes, because his grandmama. His grandma was from Wales, so he played uh, 94 to 98. He actually... Again, it was the same guy that was the coach of Wimbledon, uh, became the Welsh coach for a couple of years and just injected him into this team. And he had nine caps and it wasn't a great, you know, the Wales wasn't great at that time, but like they, you know, they were just a team. They, they were a team. What was it? So, uh, one of the uh so- well, former soccer players said uh, something like, well, stone me. We've had cocaine, bribery, and Arsenal scoring two goals at home. But just when you thought there were truly no uh, surprises left in football, Vinnie Jones turns out to be an international player. Yep. That's it's crazy. I hope Vinnie Jones headbutted that person in the chest. I'm sure he wanted to. I'm sure he wanted to. I'm sure to. he wanted to. Uh, sent off 12 times in his career. Love he, had, it. he has the fastest card ever in an I FA. love uh... Chelsea versus his old team, Sheffield United. He literally, the guy just kicks the ball off and he runs through him. It's such a ridiculous, like, yeah. Um, and then, so. He's he, hard, Chris. So he, re- so I just want to say this. He retires in 98. Um, and in 98, he starts shooting this film. Great film, by the way. Called Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. One of my favorites. I'm, it's so fun. Guy Ritchie. He is, he is such a ridiculous character in this mm-hmm. that everyone's kind of almost like, oh, that's, you know what I mean? He's, he's like this, like. Big uh, Chris. Yeah, but he, he's like a, a, a money collector. What, what would you say? Uh, he, he, he goes around and collects debts for a, a mob boss kind yeah, of guy. Debt you know, collection. Debt, yeah, so like he is such a hard-nosed guy. And I bet everybody in England already saw him as, you know what I mean? Yeah. They were just like, oh, yes. This is believable. This is believable. Like he, you don't see some Juilliard-trained thespian like, what's my angle here? What's my motivation? It's just like, ah, fuck you! Yeah, he literally was just like, no, I would beat the shit out of this guy right now. Uh, he's also great in Snatch. Like, oh, you like digs? Yeah, he's, he's, he's really a great actor. Uh, Swordfish, my favorite, though, for just like, not my favorite movie, but my favorite from him. Um, is in Eurotrip. Oh, sweet. So I got a story for this. Go ahead. That's like one of my ladies and I's favorite movies is like just like a, f- a silly cult yep. classic comedy. I love it. Yep. And every, we, every, she loves to do karaoke. She's really good at singing. Every time we go out, I'm not a karaoke guy, but every time we go out, I promise her I sing one song and it's always Morning Train by Sheena Easton. Yep. Because that's the scene. Oh, God. So good. Watching the Manchester United <laughs> football <laughs> team. Woo-hoo. Uh, it's also just funny that he is a Man U fan in that because yeah. he was never a Man U player. And Not he at was, all. He, like we said, he had that one goal against them that he treasured. And it, it's it's just a funny thing because that's just like the, 
the team that everybody associates, and he is just so fucking good in it. Like, he's so good as a soccer hooligan. Like, yeah. Like I said, all those people in Wimbledon stands had to be just like, I could do that. Yep. I, I, I mean, love it. Yeah, I could no. do that. Like, but as far as his other role, he's been in like some big money Huge. type of like yes. movies. Was in an X Men movie. He was Juggernaut. Juggernaut. He was in uh, She's the Man with a, a pre-famous Channing Tatum oh, and Amanda yeah. Bynes before the drugs. Yeah. Um, what else did he do here? Uh, oh. 2010 Celebrity Big Brother 7. Apparently he got robbed on that one from what I read. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, his his career. You know what I mean? Going from just like the hard-nosed player to... Because I, I'm pretty sure in 2015, I, I want to say he was like in Expendables and like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. And he, he just like became this movie star. He's like if Jason Statham played soccer. Exactly. But then started acting exactly. again. Like but then started act, yeah, yeah. Like someone's gonna play. But he literally went from coach player to lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Yeah, you don't see, and you don't see like you know athletes like that, like who are immediately like nowadays. Yeah, you know what I mean. Back in the day, sure, but like yep. now, it's like, man, you have like the personality of a dish rag. Yes, bro. seriously though. And is he typecast a little bit? Sure. sure, but he plays it so well. Yep. Like why? Why mess with success, Vinnie yep. Jones? Like why? A couple other things. Did you read about some of his uh, uh, criminal history a little bit? Uh, I think it was. I forget what year it was, but he got uh, assault charges. Yeah, uh, assault against a neighbor. Yeah, ninety-seven, nine. Beat then in, the shit out of his neighbor. Which I mean, we do all that want. on the soccer field. We right? all want. Yeah, he was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna get you." And then December two thousand and three, um, he was on an airplane and uh, slapped a oh, passenger. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, for, I literally forgot about that until you brought that up right now. Yeah, let's let's, let's talk about that for a little bit because. He's on a whatever a flight. I think he's been drinking, probably. And somebody's starting to mouth off, and he just slaps the shit out of him. And then he threatens to murder the cabin and crew. Which, let's just say, he's probably glad right now that he's British because he'd probably still be in jail. Wouldn't that be ridiculous though to see him as like, and you recognize him? You're just like, oh, holy shit! There's Vinnie Jones. Slaps the shit out of somebody. I'm a murderer. <laughs> Everybody in here. What do you mean, taxi? Yes, exactly. It's ridiculous. But no, like him acting the way you thought he would act, yes. even though he probably doesn't act like that if he's not been intoxicated. Yes. But, oh, they fined over 1,100 pounds, and oh, geez. They had to, they had to, uh, police took away all of his firearms licenses and firearms. Oh, yeah, I saw that, which is, too. That's why we live in America. That's they right. can't do that to you, Vinny. Vinny. Become a citizen. Keep all your guns. But yes, Vinny Jones. Jones. Yeah, that was everybody. a fun one. Thanks, you. Yes.